<laughs> can't fucking drown a dog anymore. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Thank on God, Friday. Trump is thank no God more Trump safe spaces for animals. <laughs> oh, thank God. Dogs have been getting away with too much shit. <laughs> Hillary lost. My dog's gonna die because you're drowning it. Ugh, go to your safe space, bitch. <laughs> Punch. This could be the last episode of Brunch. Could be. Every episode. Every episode could be the last episode of Brunch, though. Yeah, but like this, like we're, this is a day-to-day thing. It changed. Nah, <laughs> nah. So like previously, it was like that. One of us could jump ship at any time, but now it's it, quite frankly, it's too big. And <laughs> also, the Trump inauguration changed. Like we, it could end because we're gonna die. I may agree with you now because like we might have gotten too big now because we have a website. And uh, a merch store. Yes. That is still... And you guys, you're trying to guess it. People have been trying to crack it. Somebody cracked it that you know. Yes. But that was crazy how they guessed that. Right. And I was impressed, but everybody else has gone over. Uh, Nobody has found it. I do respect the listener who tried the podcast that gives you (laughs) cash.com. It made me want to buy that that URL, that domain, and have us redirect. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. And then we could re- we could tell people just go to the podcast that gives you cash dot com, and then we'll go to this other website. But um, I, we respect the people that are trying. Yeah. But you're not gonna. You, we've we've got Rudy Giuliani in charge of this. You guys are not gonna be able to, to crack this. Um, Jeff's here. Hey guys, happy holidays. Thank you, thank you. We are um, as I mentioned, we're aware that we're podcasting like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, that's... treat every podcast like it's your last. It certainly might be now. We should just keep coming up with new kind of taglines, and we do that like anyway. Brunch, <laughs> treat every podcast like you're dying. Hey, more shirt ideas. That's true. That's we are. We've we've got a. You and I have to actually sit down and have like a fucking meeting about what these shirts and what these hats, plural hats, wow. are going to look like. Uh, we're psyched, though. Our guy Ryan is just... Ryan and Kathy, just putting in work. We'll never know why, but <laughs> appreciate the hell out of you guys. Um, so we're treating this as though it is our last podcast. So like, what would you do if you could do one more podcast? And I think we got to run it back on Sing Street just a little more. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I, I felt that we were done talking about Sing Street. We watched the movie. We all loved it. We talked about it. But then we didn't I, stop talking about it. Throughout the week, we kept texting right. about it. Yeah. And it was like, oh my god, we just barely fucking scratched Usu- the surface. Usually usually it's like, alright, let's do this thing for the podcast. We do the podcast. And we're like, we write it off for a little while. We yeah. don't revisit it. But this is just has not stopped for like seven days. Remember when I said people were congratulating me during the, uh, the Golden Globes? When La La Land yeah. was winning? It was like, hey, like DJ, this must be so great. I'm getting text messages of people... Uh, who are watching Sing Street like they're part of this great new club. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it fucking feels fantastic. So whoever hasn't seen Sing Street, is gonna be, you're getting two straight Sing Street episodes. We cannot fucking recommend this shit uh, enough. Jeff, what are your takes? So I, so I loved it. My wife saw it in theaters. Whoa, cool. uh, yeah, I know. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off the episode with a humble brag. Yeah, uh, <laughs> by the way, my wife. Uh, no, she saw it in theaters, and for some reason my impression of it was like it was going to be like across the universe but with 80s music um so which wasn't as interesting to me and then when Deej you sent out the text and i was like all right what's on netflix now i'm gonna watch it and it was like incredible like it spoke to me as like 
I feel like every generation, whether you're 80s, 90s, 2000s or whatever, has done the like singing into a mirror pretending you're at a rock show yeah. and these that captured this essence of that which was awesome that That's, was this entire movie basically yeah, <laughs> i totally. love that about them so i don't like this about uh the show um fuck help me out it's empire yeah uh where they'll be sitting around the piano playing and suddenly there's like percussion in the background and you're like where the fuck is that coming from but they do this in sink street um particularly with the song brown shoes that's like the that's when they're given their big FU, even though it's not like the best song they do or even close, right. but they're playing up there at this shitty, uh, like school dance and like the vocals are double tracked. Like the drums are just like, t- it's just like such a big fucking studio production. But as you said, that's, they're kind of living in that world of th- we started playing instruments three months ago and now we're fucking punk gods. <laughs> I just I loved every second of it. And when I went to uh, work the next day, I walked by a bus stop at Spring Street and I like did a full on double take like, (laughs) holy fuck, this movie is taking over my life. And I really have been listening to the soundtrack nonstop. Yes, I I have been listening to the soundtrack since I stopped. You said you started listening to the soundtrack before you were done watching the movie. (laughs) Halfway through the movie, I paused it so I could download the soundtrack. (laughs) I need this warm for when I'm for when I'm ready. Uh, I thought the same exact thing, by the way, going into the movie. I was told it was about uh, Irish kids who start a band, and I've seen The Commitments, Mm -hmm. and that's a fucking great movie, but I just kind of wasn't interested in that. I didn't know that it was as 80s as as it was going to be. Otherwise, I would have jumped in right away. But um, when I was... like, I didn't know they were going to try to sound like Duran Duran and Hall Notes and everything. I thought they were just like picking up instruments and playing whatever and even before they got to playing music it was a fucking interesting movie so i knew i was gonna love it and then once the goddamn music came in dear lord i know i i i legitimately belly laughed at two instances as well like not only it's great music but it's funny uh when Eamon is playing all the instruments and he like keeps going and brings out like right. weird percussion like i lost it and then um the kid in the cowboy costume with the vampire. He's fangs. always wearing like, the cowboy he's costume. Amazing. That that's a that's is, is that the kid who's like three feet tall? He yeah. is yeah. a yeah. little You're baby, really yeah. short. <laughs> Good. Let's put him on the biggest instrument on the stage. Right. By the way, exactly. um, did I, you catch the uh, the dildo part? No. So I no. Went, I went and we rewatched it. Did you see it? Oh yeah. Okay. I I, wa- I wanted to make sure that I wasn't making what up this part. Happened? Surefire dildo. Scene. Yeah. Uh, so there's a part, and I said this in the last episode. So sorry for anybody listening to multiple episodes. This is your fucking podcast. <laughs> You're they're <laughs> right. signing up for whatever you do. Fair enough. Uh, during one of the scenes where they're playing in like the uh, at the kids' house uh, and practicing. They show the mom upstairs, like, shutting the door on the bed, and she's, like, <laughs> screwing in a dildo. No <laughs> yeah. way. So na- now I guess we can revisit that, because you wanted to hit on that, and I wasn't quite sure that it happened. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, I guess, an equally fucked up uh, version of uh, the Love Actually thing, Which? the holding up the finger. Uh, yeah. We misinterpreted we, we... that, and we were like, but let's still break it down. <laughs> right. Uh, so now, like, we were pretty sure that, like... Can you that do they... that while they are children, while, like, set to the sounds of children playing music? Uh, she closed the door, so... <laughs> they were a really good band. Something inspired her to go into that room and close the door, though. 
Something put her in the mood. I I took it as more like she needs to escape the world of uh, yeah. of having this music. It also could have right they downstairs. just started playing there. It could have been dildo o'clock. That could have been right. her routine. Like it, shame on those assholes for right. playing music during damned. dildo time. Exactly. Okay, so we are <laughs> to clarify, we are team 100% mother <laughs> pleasuring herself while children are playing music. Hundred percent team dildo. Good. Here. Glad we could get past that. Uh, I put out. Uh, an ill-timed tweet. I've gotten some. I've been tweeting a lot at like four forty-five to five o'clock in the morning. Uh, in the afternoon, okay. Which is if there's any time that you're going to tweet something and it's just going, you're getting lost. It's in the void. getting lost. Oh, yeah. It's then, uh, which I kind of like. You know, you know what you got to do. You got to wake up at four forty-five in the morning and s- send rapid-fire tweets because that's that works for our press. I was going to say <laughs> that's how we got into this being our last right. podcast. So uh, yeah, I, I um, we'd kicked around the idea of doing a ranking of the songs, and I put them out there, and unfortunately, we all fucking agreed yeah. pretty much. I, I was with Pete and putting uh, girls. girls. I'm, so yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, also, tweet. I didn't tweet. Uh, shocker! We both put girls second. <laughs> How about that? Nice little joke. Can we can we go back to the to Donald Trump firing off tweets at five in the morning for a second? Because okay, it's more of a Sing Street podcast, but right? <laughs> but of on the list of crazy things that Donald Trump does, which is fucking endless, the idea of like writing down a list of things that you want to tweet about like throughout the day and not tweeting them, but like saving them for five in the morning because that's got to be what he does, right? Yeah. That dude is up all day. He's on Twitter all day. He, like, the Meryl Streep thing. He could have easily sent a tweet in the moment. Right. Being like, fuck Meryl Streep or something like that. But he's like, no, I'm going to wait until the first thing I wake up in the morning at 445 and then fire him off. That, among other things, <laughs> is what concerns me about Donald <laughs> Trump is that he's also, he's devoting, uh, time during his day to kind of keep this running list of what am i going to drop and right. when and uh, the thing is his tweets are still very bad yeah, yeah they still yeah. suck if you're gonna i mean we've workshopped tweets before if you're gonna workshop a tweet you're either gonna send something good or you're just gonna sit on it we do that all the time oh, yeah. you know you have a decent idea and you just don't put it out there i actually that's not true for me i i i'm not afraid of looking bad I put dumb shit out we there. We know. We've read your tweets. I was going to say, I'm like the king of four likes. You think, so. uh, you think Donald Trump has like a robot in his house that just like generates tweets at five in the morning? Like, so before he goes to bed, he can just like plug in things that he's mad at. Like thought and starters it, yeah, and like, <laughs> right. like spin out. <laughs> like all his tweets are structured the same. It's like, true. this thing sucks because blah, blah, blah. The ratings are down. This, yeah, which is that. very negative adjective. <laughs> right. Did this. Right. Not fair to... Insert, I don't know, me. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> right. Dude. So I, I think like before he goes to bed, he's just like, who? It's like, there's like a r- robot machine that's like, who are you mad at, Donald? And he's like, Meryl Streep. <laughs> How do you think uh, Donald Trump goes to bed? Uh, like in a coffin? I think he slowly <laughs> walks. So, so the most underrated part of the fiasco that was his press conference last week was when he had the lady there with all the papers to say, See these papers that he brought? Swear to God, they're papers. He had her take the mic for a second. When he walked over and kind of gave way to her, he walked away from the the uh, la, lect, lectern. lectern. And wow, the way nice, he did nice it guys. was like uh, fucking the grandpa from the Munsters. Yeah. And just like this very slow kind of I am part bat walk. <laughs> I think that that's the way he... I think it takes Donald Trump like six and a half hours to get ready for bed. 
I think that he puts on his pajamas very slowly. He wears like the full button up things, uh, and he just like s- s- brushes his teeth very slowly, and then he puts it down and he just slowly walks to bed, and then he lies on his fucking back. Oh like, yeah, he's he's he a str- he's a sleep ba- he's a back sleeper, and he just he's got one of these going where he's got the kind of hands uh, crossed over the breasts mm-hmm. and he just interlock fingers, yeah. I can't think of him or picture him doing anything human at all. Like, <laughs> other, but that's like, what I'm. It, I think it's weird. Like when oh, yeah. most people go to bed, you know, brush teeth, jump into bed, you know, lights out by whenever. He's just like, mm, and then he does that for three and a half hours, and then he's like, you know what? I can't sleep. I got a tweet. I hope. <laughs> I hope that when I hope that when he dies, that it doesn't. Same. Right? <laughs> I hope that it doesn't effect like yeah i hope like if he gets shot i hope it doesn't he doesn't get shot in the head i want that brain preserved so we can fucking study science it. needs that yes. yeah man i just we're, we're all on the list by the way right we're about to be <laughs> yeah uh we're we're on some sort of list yeah i would uh, i would assume so i that that thought crossed through my mind when he was officially elected i was like should i go back and delete my tweets about this guy because I'm not so sure that he's not going to look up all the bad things that everybody has said about him and put us all on a list. Well, uh, if they were to st- like, we don't want the verification bags and badges anymore, right? Uh, I, I'm fine giving it up. I've been trying to change my handle for like the longest time. To what? Just at Blackburn. Ooh, and it's that and it's nice. that and it's that one That's fucking sleek. asshole who joined Twitter in like 2007 yeah. and sent one tweet. Same with DJ Bean. And one Jeff Israel. Really? Yeah, uh, fucking guy. He blocked me. It. Isn't he like a... He's a Hollywood guy, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like an editor or something yeah. like that. He just blocked me. So this guy sent one tweet, and he was like, sitting here on the computer, not really doing anything. And that's the one tweet that he ever sent. Yeah, so fuck uh, that guy. let me see. I, DJ Bean said uh, Globo Esporte, I believe. <laughs> that's it? Let's see. Um, wait, is he not on anymore? Wow, if you just found out that you can snag DJ Bean, that'd be a huge win for you. Oh, wait, this is crazy. This is, There's a weird conspiracy thing going on here. So DJ Bean is gone. The Globo Esporte guy is gone. And, oh, no, never mind. This is a person whose name is, see this trickery? Her handle's really something gotcha. else. So that's Twitter talk with Dave, Pete, <laughs> and El Jefe. Is El Jefe a good nickname? Uh, well, isn't that like El Jefe? El Jefe, like Jefe. boss. I, yeah, yeah. I, I like that. to. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like that. I. My brother calls me that sometimes. Yeah. Really, El yeah. Jefe? Yeah, just Jefe. Jefe. Yeah, like I. Do you tell him hey, that it's, it's, like, it's Jeff I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's just some are, elementary school teacher nickname humor. You are firing on all cylinders. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. No uh, pun intended. Way to because... like uh, go out in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Your last will and testament. DJ is a loser. And that's yeah. it. Uh, we got one review this week. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's a. Uh, it's a weird one. It gets I, weird. I was going to say I don't know how I feel about it, but I think I do know how I feel about it. Read it. Okay. Uh, Who Doesn't Love a Good Brunch by Brozac1. I've been a fan of the podcast since day one. Where else can you find Zac Efron Heat Checks, No Look Movie Reviews, or a podcast <laughs> that gives you money? We should I call like them No, no Look. That's, no that's look pretty great. Reviews. That's like a... That's like some the professor shit. Yeah. Oh, I remember the professor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah. right. Uh, but the real reason I'm writing this review is... I recently got my girlfriend to start listening to the podcast. A lot of humble brags this, yeah. this po- episode. Uh, she finds it funny, and honestly, brunch has improved my sex life. Ooh, you active, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure she thinks of Pete the whole time, but it's okay. 
I think of DJ. All right, so quick reaction. <laughs> neither of us care. Neither of us are hurt by that. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with it. Yeah, someone's got to think of us during sex. Uh, uh, ask, ask your <laughs> girlfriend if she wants the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've talked about this before, uh, getting hit on by a guy the few times it's happened, fucking oh, unbelievable it's, feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's like the most... Because uh, guys know which guys are attractive. Right, exactly. Girls have no clue. Yes. I don't know about that shit. So, uh, actually, great review. Thanks, man. Uh, also, what I, my takeaway from this, uh, was intended to be, couples do listen to brunch. Yeah, there are a lot of couples that listen to brunch. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, I, I like that. Yeah, I think that's like that's been the thing that we're going for. Like, it's for guys and girls. Yeah, yeah. who would think that in 2017 something could be made for that both that <laughs> other people wait, but you have a and she has a. Ah, <laughs> uh, fellas, fellas. Oh, I stopped drinking coffee, which doesn't sound right for how kind of hopped up I am because I've had a lot of tea today. Yeah, what did you snorkel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Give up coffee, buddy. Here's some snow. <laughs> so uh, in a lot of recent podcasts that we've done in the morning, I've just pounded coffee before coming, and then I fucking feel like shit the whole, every time I speak, mm-hmm. and I'm grunting, and I'm just fucking miserable, and Pete hates me, and uh, so I switched to tea. Like caffeinated tea, or like what's oh, yeah. the difference? Tea's good for the voice, right? I think so. All right. That's the first, <laughs> I don't think anybody knows of this episode. If If I'm wrong, it's... I've arrived at the point where I enjoy coffee too much to like give it up. Yeah. Not in rules. Not as like a not as like a functional thing, but it certainly is for me. Uh, but I also just really like coffee. Do you ever drink decaf coffee? No, no. So I dr- I like coffee so much that uh, if I'm feeling spicy when I'm getting K cups, I'll say, you know what? Let's take a box of the decaf. I'll have some for n- coffee like at night. Nighttime? Yeah, oh. that's that's a pretty good idea. I don't hate that. Yeah, there are times where it's like nine o'clock at night and I'm like. I could really go for a coffee right now, but... Or even just, like, if if you want something. You don't want to do the... um, You could do the 9 p.m. brush your teeth and just kind of call it a day. Or you do you ever do that? No. That was an old move. I haven't done it in forever. Like going to bed early and just being like... No, but just when you decide... You no no more eating, no okay. more whatever. Oh, I'm brushing yeah. my teeth right now. No, that's a good I'm, idea. I'm, Weight I'm, Watchers should do that. Ooh. That is a pretty that is a pretty solid strategy. I have I'm every a, bad fucking I just I'm in a routine where it's just like I brush my teeth right before I go to bed. Yeah, same. Yeah. And I, I've also never gone to bed at like nine PM. Really? That's just like a thing that I don't do. I I I <laughs> I maximize my days. So like, when you said I don't go to sleep at nine PM, I ma and then Changed the subject. Oh, I was like, no, I'd no, love no. to hear where this I, is going. No. Yeah, that probably sounded bad, but I, I, that I, 9 I, maximize, I maximize my days. Like, I'm like, I, if I go to bed at nine, what a waste. Yeah, I, uh, I was think I was talking today to somebody about um, 2011, the Stanley Cup final, where we a bunch of us made the trip from Boston to Vancouver and back three times in a week. Ugh. And I'm just like, just from a physical hours in the day stamina standpoint. I cannot believe that 22-year-old me was able to do that. I don't think I could do that once in a fucking week and a half now. No. And it's great. And like everyone else who was doing it was fucking 50. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Ooh. shit. I can't do that. That's yeah. That's where that's where the coke comes in. <laughs> We've not been offered coke yet. That's a I don't think so. No. Hey, the podcast is young, even though maybe we have because episode. there's a lot of there's a lot of like uh, there's a lot of Coke lingo. 
That's true. So maybe we have been offered you coke, just and we just know. didn't know it because we're not coke guys. That's true. I th- yeah, I probably couldn't tell you back any of the times that we were offered drugs in Chicago. Any of the two and a half, one and a half, one, were we offered drugs? I don't know. Um, we were definitely offered drugs on the way back from the Cubs game. That's right. When we were on yeah. the corner with yeah. the guy, yeah. that guy was so cool that until he offered us drugs. Th- well, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would have thought that made him cooler. Ooh, I, you know just what? not drug guys. I've been asked if I have coke. Oh, well, I, I think that's that's that less flattering. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that guy looks like he has coke. <laughs> For sure. Like, what the, that's, something's going on with that guy. <laughs> I need to get something out of this. Um, yeah, so, fuck, man. Uh, we, uh... With this being potentially our last episode ever, we've, uh, we want to hit on some takes that we need to get off our chest, some things that need to be uh, on the record, written in stone before we go. Because for some reason, we're thinking of a scenario in which Trump gets inaugurated, we all die, the three of us die. Realistically, it's lives. not going to happen. <laughs> right. Now that you, now that you like, lay out that scenario, and their it's very unlikely. Is talking about our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it might not happen immediately. He's taking. He's not starting until Monday. That's yeah, he's true. taking a couple a days off. Up. The yeah. inauguration is going to really take a toll on him. Yeah. It's going to be a real stressful. He doesn't want to confuse celebrating with legislating or sign anything. <laughs> he had to write that very taxing speech in oh. that gold Roman Merlot. What the fuck That's was up right. with that? <laughs> like, I saw someone on Twitter say it looked like he told the architect. Um, Give me the design it like uh, an expensive Mexican restaurant. Like it had like the tiling of like a bathroom. Well, he he loves a, the Mexicans. That's true. I saw the burrito bowl. Yeah, I can't lie. With that, uh, with that very authentic uh, shell, <laughs> whatever <laughs> it was. Um, all right. So this is we're basically choosing which child is our favorite. But uh, The Office versus Parks and Rec. I think I think Parks and Rec is the better series beginning to end. Me yes. too. Uh, wow. Fucking no question. All of us agreed. Parks on that. and Rec never got bad. Yeah, the never did. bad. Simple as that. Um, so I would give I would give the advantage to Parks and Rec there. Um, but I if I if I were to pick like which one I wanted to come back because Steve Carell fucking teased us <laughs> oh. all this week. Uh, if I had to pick which one I would want to come back, I think I would pick The Office because I I think that. The Office applies more generally to an audience than Parks and Rec does, and I, and I think it'd be tougher to for as smart as the people who work on Parks and Rec are, when they're very fucking smart. It's harder to reach into that bag of like a fictional world, right. And continue to bring heat. What with one of them being dead, also. Well, yeah, that too. Um, so my thing with The Office is, The Office is always the show that if I need to. If I feel like rewatching something, I always go to the office it's first. It's a very comfort television show. Yes, yep. that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, but I recently rewatched Parks and Rec for the first time since it went off the air, and I was like, "Wow, I've probably rewatched The Office, God, mm-hmm. like six or seven times." Just when you add up all the times you watch a random episode, and I was like, "Why don't people go back to Parks and Rec?" But we realized that you were were you rewatching it. Yeah, uh, the last season was on like Esquire, and it yeah. was still great. And you have uh, the Grizzle, yeah, uh, dude. I forgot all about Grizzle. Like, I am in, in general agreement so with I. you guys. Like, the uh, the Parks and Rec never got didn't reach its highest peak as like The Office did, but it 
reached a high peak for like much longer. Mm-hmm. Like the Parks and Rec started off slow and never got bad. Yeah, where the Office like seasons two and three are like incredible. The uh, the only reason that Parks and Rec started off slow is because of fucking Mark Brandanowitz. Mark Brandanowitz, yeah. the most forgettable. I character. call him Brandana quits because <laughs> of that one episode. Most forgettable uh, character in television history. Yeah, that poor yeah. guy. He uh, and he quit the show. Correct? I believe so. He said, "I'm out," and they were they just fucking took off. They just had a fucking party. They were like, "Thank God, you sucked." <laughs> which, which is funny because I, everyone shits on Brandanowitz, but whenever I watch the show, I'm never unhappy with Brandanowitz. I know it just seemed like uh, when he was gone, they like freed up other characters to shine and started becoming sort of like i'm sure you've heard it compared to sort of like live action simpsons like with the town and springfield like it just allowed like oh to like become alive yeah that's a good point um so i ultimately don't know what my answer is to those two shows i think mine's parks and rec but i don't know i think the more quotable show like the more nobody fucking touches michael scott that's the issue yeah yeah yeah, right Uh, I think the mo- more quotable is certainly The Office. Yeah. Definitely. But I kind of like the fact that Parks and Rec is underrated because I love telling people, like, Parks and Rec doesn't get enough credit. It doesn't. Do you want to know something about you, Pete? What? I think you, before we knew each other, were, were the person who made me start watching Parks and Rec. Really? Wow. You tweeted that I was... That I... What was oh. it? I was Tom Haverford's personality with, with John, John Ralphio's hair. Looks and, <laughs> his hair. Yeah, with uh. his hair. And Matt Kalman said that was like the funniest tweet in the mm-hmm. world because we, we, were, we were all following you at that point. And I was like, who's Tom Haverford? And he was like, oh, it's that guy Aziz Ansari plays him. And I was like, if even if this is supposed to be an insult, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I love Aziz Ansari. And then I watched it and it was like, it's very similar to, I always talk about how much I love Ryan Gosling. And then Gosling heads are like, oh, so have you seen Drive? And I'm like, no. <laughs> just crazy, stupid love and lala land for me. That's all I need. They're like, then you don't fucking know Ryan Gosling. Right, so like, same I love deal. Aziz Ansari. Oh, you don't watch Parks and Rec? Then right. how They're the like, fuck that's you... what right. Aziz Ansari. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I just really liked him in uh, Flight of the Concords. He was super racist. <laughs> Dude, that was a great episode. Great pull. That's a really, really good episode. Uh, and then his realization <laughs> that he's being racist against the wrong people mm-hmm. really really flight really, of the concords also somehow underrated well i've never seen it uh it's the fir- first season's like pretty incredible here's there's only two here's yeah. a take season two of flight of the concords is not that bad yeah i've only i've even only seen part of it like i haven't seen the full it's thing. so much worse than season one so people so obviously you're comparing it to it, it can't just it just can't keep up with itself because um much like kind of the second album curse, yeah. they'd spent their whole life writing the songs for the first one. The se- mm-hmm. So the second one was a little more forced, but uh, that, that's some fucking that's some some hot songs such uh, as "Too Many Dicks on the Dance Floor." That's Look a that great. Up. That is a great song. Too many dicks. We say that all the time. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Uh, Too many dicks could be a name for this that podcast. Would be a great name for this this podcast. Uh, a take I want to get out of the way. Uh, I'm over the number sixty nine. Oh, that's yeah. important to you. Yes, you yeah. brought this up recently. Yeah, I'm over it. I uh, respect that. I, I, uh, so I was out at the right time, and I announced it on the podcast. I was out at the right time on Harambe. Yeah. I felt like I was. I really pinpointed the exact moment where I wanted to get it get out of the uh, the internet trend on Harambe. Uh, I want to get out on 
out of the internet trend on 69. Wow. It's just not funny to me anymore. You should be a like a trend consultant for that would be some, for like memes. Right. Yeah, honestly, like, like I'm trying right. to think of what what company would need somebody to say Hey, a lot of this getting a lot old? of companies. A lot of companies jump on like fucking meme trends way too late. Oh, good like, morning. So good morning, America could hire you. Fuck. You know what? Do this. Ah, uh, no, that's the Today Show that has Kathy Lee and Hoda. Yeah, we'll never fucking get it right. <laughs> but um, good morning, America. So it was this day they tweeted out uh, sixty nine days until, until spring. Spring. Yeah, yeah okay. and people were quote tweeting it with no, nice, nice and stuff like that. And we were both on the same page. You don't quote tweet nice to a 69 thing. Right. You respond without the period yep. nice yeah. because the 69 nice thing has to be a subtle, dumb thing right. where you click on that tweet and all of the responses are nice, 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 nice. nice. The, the, unfe- the unfunny people are catching on to, to yes. 69. So. Much like they did with Harambe. Yes, exactly. Did we make that's, a funny Harambe joke a couple months ago? I feel like we did. Uh, yeah, it was I, like an I, intentionally dated Harambe joke. Yeah, it was like you wanted to respond to something with uh, with Harambe. Oh no! <laughs> oh, uh, is this a tweet? Oh, that we yeah, this tweet? is a tweet you didn't want to tweet. Uh-oh. It was one. Uh, it was when a celebrity died, oh. and you wanted. To just <laughs> oh, when you know when Carrie Fisher died, I wanted oh, to boy. tweet because everyone was tweeting R.I.P. Carrie Fisher, and I was saying, should we tweet R.I.P. Harambe? <laughs> well, like Harambe is gonna be funny. Again. That's hilarious. Well, you should have tweeted that. <laughs> that it, well, that would have been great. Harambe is gonna be funny again. It, it'll come around and it'll be funny for in like three years. If you make a Harambe joke, it'll right, be funny when, when nobody's heard of Harambe for like a couple years. And then somebody, it'll be good. Somebody's just like dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> at like at like some some award show or like some event or something. Yeah. It's like what the fuck's wrong with that I guy? I forget what this so I celebrated something with like it was I celebrated something with uh pants on the ground. Like I yelled out like <laughs> pants on the ground, pants on the ground like 3 years late and it fucking ruled. Yeah, it gets it, it memes get funny once they're like once they're in the dead cycle for a while and then somebody's just like check out this cool ass meme. It's like when it's like when part of my take did planking with their Canadian videos. That's right. Yeah, like it'll get funny again. And like perfect example, like I saw some Insurance company has like fucking DJ Khaled in their commercial. Like that's yeah. so old. Yeah, it's so old. So I imagine Progressive Insurance. You go to them and you say, "I'm your meme consultant, your tr- meme Please trend don't consultant." Don't fucking do this. Don't do this. Don't do sixty nine. Don't yeah. do Harambe. Here's what's next. Right. You know what? That's there's a job for that. There yeah. really is. Yeah. That's and so you, if the you world need... doesn't end, we might be rich. Right. Um. I think that we kind of just still should bring back Pants on the Ground. Ever since I said that, we've been talking since, but in the back of my mind, I've been like, why did Pants on the Ground go away? <laughs> did no you, you remember that guy? Yeah, I was at Fox at the time. It was like the biggest thing Oh, God, thing so you guys happened. had that, yeah. yeah. Was, so, that was American Idol, right? A guy auditioned, yeah. and if memory serves, he sang a song called Pants on the Ground, Pants and on it was Pants on the Ground looking Pants like a fool with the Pants on the Ground. Yeah. But then there was like more to it. It's like, I said you got your hat turned sideways, Pants on the Ground. <laughs> and it was basically... The E-I-E-I-O to, and on his farm he had a whatever, like wearing a blue sweatshirt pants <laughs> on the ground. I think that shit's fucking hilarious. Like Why if, did that go away? If I saw William Hung today, yeah. like, that would be really funny. Speak, well, speaking so, of we, William Hung, and we've already talked about The Office, that's one, favor- that's one of my favorite uh, op- uh, office jokes is when uh, Todd Packer <laughs> well, has, has <laughs> W Hung as his license plate, and Ryan's like, 
You big William Hung fan? Yeah. Why is everybody what? saying, what? who what? is that? Why does everybody keep asking me that? That's one of my favorite episodes ever. That was the sexual harassment episode, yeah. right? What's yeah, what's up, yeah. you nerds? <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, the that was a huge douche chill moment, though, when Michael is getting touchy-feely on Phyllis. Yeah. And he's, like, actually sexually harassing her. That's that's <laughs> one of the few, like, come on, Michael. Like, this, yeah. This, <laughs> Yeah, but it's so over the top that it's funny. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm not worried about it. All I'm worried about is getting a boner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Michael. And then he, he uh, this is a different episode, obviously, but they, like he forces himself on... Um, Oscar. On Oscar. <laughs> And Oscar just fucking cleans up because every time they do shit to him, he gets... He gets <laughs> The company kissed. pays him. So, um, fuck, I'm looking at... Uh, I accidentally pulled up the wrong tab, and it's my mentions on Twitter, and Congrats. we're all experiencing the tire fire that is Fire Clode. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that a little quickly. Uh, Do it. It's been a while, but the Bruins are causing me stress, like Ooh. legitimate stress. Uh, and it doesn't happen very often. I've, I've basically pinpointed it to when there's like a little bit of... Uh, like could go either way for them ruining their future. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so the last time that it happened, uh, I basically had a full mental breakdown after they traded Dougie Hamilton and then fucked up the draft. Uh, literally had like a mental breakdown and had to quit Twitter for like a couple days, two or three days, uh, and just didn't look at my phone, kind of just wallowed in misery. Uh, and th- I feel like we that might was, be approaching that again. Yeah. That was an unforgettable couple of days. It was. It just kept snowballing. It was just, and everybody there was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" I, f- I mean, I was covering the team at that point, and I, I was obviously being very critical because it was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" But I was like, "Oh my god!" Imagine having this whole fucking place being like, "What are you doing, guys?" Right. And I hate being like, I hate being like the. Oh, the, uh, this team is my life. Like I, I'm, I work in sports. We work in sports. Yeah. Like we kind of rec- we you. kind of recognize that sports are just sports. Like, right. We're not those fucking crazy people that are like, oh, if they do this, then I don't. That's I'm why we gonna... think rationally. Right. We think rationally. Uh, it, but like, it's such a big part of my life that if the Bruins fuck up, fuck this up, and like set themselves back another couple of years, that's gonna make me fucking miserable. Yeah. So yeah. it's. It's been wearing on me. I've lost a little bit of sleep. I've been very stressed. It's taken a toll on me mentally. Kind of just wanted to throw that out there and get it off my chest. I got to give shouts to my man, Fluto Shinzawa from The Globe. He wrote what basically we've all been thinking, and just but I've never kind of gone there. Like, in my brain, I've never come to the realization he that pulls shit out you of your can own head. never... Mm-hmm. You shouldn't. The Bruins should never fire Claude Julien. When's the question of what needs to happen for them to fire him? Fucking nothing. Because no matter what happens with these guys, it's not he's his not fault. the problem. Right. And subtracting one of your best assets is no way to improve something. Right. I'm sorry. And I understand that time was back in the day when things went wrong. You fired the coach. Well, the Cleveland Browns would probably like to have that back. You know? Right. <laughs> yes. I just have no confidence that they're going to do the right thing in any way so that's what's gnawing at me here's where i'm torn i've been extremely critical of don sweeney because i think that he at the nhl level has not made good moves i think that's inarguable but and even if you hate the first round picks in um in 2015 and if you're mad about lingren in the in 2016 which lingren's not looking like as bad a pick now obviously but 
even if you don't like those picks that were made, he ha- they have so many promising prospects right now yeah. that I, how the fuck could you fire the guy who did that? Even mm. if he's mismanaged kind of everything else. Yeah. I so it's the worst thing that anyone would want to hear. <laughs> but if I were running the Bruins right now, if I were Charlie Jacobs, I'd be like, Don, you stay, keep doing what you're doing, try to get better at the NHL level and Claude for dude do whatever the fuck you want buy another house you are you're good Neely's the one guy that I'm like he probably doesn't need to be there not that he doesn't need to to be there but it's just again it's it's not against him but it's like telling Eric Clapton to build a guitar yeah he played hockey better than fucking anyone well that's not true you know what I'm saying like he was the best player on the ice that doesn't translate into necessarily be I mean Wayne Gretzky Wayne wasn't Gretzky. a good coach. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go on a bigger scale and say Donald Trump probably not going to be a good president, <laughs> but that's just me. Circling back. Yeah. It's a pro move right there. Uh, you had a question that I thought was really interesting. Uh, if you could ask a dog one question, what would it be? And have him. Well, I well, ask dogs an questions right. all the time. You could ask your dog one question <laughs> and have it answer you. Who's the Asian man in New Girl? Uh, Mr. Is it Chan? Chan, I think. It uh, might be racist if it were wrong. No, but, but it, it's, it's it's very something. Mr. Tran, I think it is. Oh, Tran. Tran. It's Tran. Tran. Yeah. yeah. Not Mr. Uh, Tran. Right. Just Tran. So uh, dogs are like every person's Tran. Just sitting there right. talking to them, just goofing around with them. And, and they're, they're like, cute. I have no fucking idea what this, yes. what this person is doing. I don't even know what a person is. And they occasionally give you a bath. That's right. As, oh, yeah. as Tran does. So you know what Nick. I've been doing? I've been randomly. I quit New Girl after season three. Um, I've been randomly just picking uh, recent episodes off, and pretty good stuff. It didn't get that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's pretty it, entertaining. It got. Was it season had a three dip a low point? Yeah. Was season three a low point? Was that the dude? Uh, Th- that was Nick and Jess dating. Yeah. Then she dated some other bozo, and they turned her kind of into a lunatic for a little bit, like yeah. earlier this year. But it's They're, getting a little the characters better. Characters have no consistency. Yeah. It's really weird. Well, God, the tr- I couldn't stand the treatment of Winston. What, like when when they like thought he was crazy I was like make up your f- like why can't you oh, do yeah. something oh, with this right. guy once they embraced the weird winston yeah. like i'm yeah. all in on winston yeah. yeah um but they would just have him in large chunks of these episodes and he, he was, didn't have a thing yeah he was always just like assisting somebody else's plot right, right. like the the i remember the triangles episode remember that the play in the triangles no it was for oh uh, yeah with the, the charity thing yeah and I was like, you guys are fucking forcing it, man. <laughs> so that's my angry new girl take. But yeah, the, some of the recent episodes, great. Uh, Megan Fox is in that show. Didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like a part-timer now. Okay. Um, but not a huge fan. So was... Uh, Doesn't bring much to the table. No. Was Zoe Deschanel not in some episodes? Yeah, was she, she was pregnant. Was she having one of the... She was having one of those things Ooh. after the, the thing that does that. Ooh, oh, mm. Zoe. <laughs> Um, what were we saying before I interrupted with New Girl? <laughs> uh, the dog. dog. Oh, if you could, uh, I, you guys can get your questions out. Can so I got a big one? Can the dog like if I ask the dog a question, it answers you. Can I like talk back to it? Or is it just like you can one, have can you follow uh, up? You can have a conversation based off of one question. Okay, so yeah, and all right, my like so much of my like love of my dog is like hinged on like everything he does is like. 
in service of me and that he loves me so much. <laughs> so I'm afraid. Very self-centered of you, Chad. Yeah, You're so going to ask, do you actually love me? <laughs> no. Oh. So I'm afraid to ask him anything like, why do you kiss me? Why are you always following me? Because if he says anything other than like, because I love you until the end of <laughs> the earth, kill I will you. fucking die. <laughs> yeah. So I would probably ask him like, hey, like, why do you always bark when people come over the house and try to like keep you know, it light? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I can like if he was just like, oh, like you have food in your beard, and or like, <laughs> oh, you smell good, so I follow. Like I would fucking kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> that, I, I think I, have I a wouldn't blame good one. you. I think I have a pretty good one. Uh, I would ask him uh, or her uh, if they have a name for me because we oh. have a we have a name we have names for our dogs. <sighs> But we we don't know like what the this dog That's is thinking. A good one. They gotta like like envision us as like a name. That's that's a so that's the best thing that anybody could come up with. I'm pissed that you came up with that. <laughs> um, I couldn't come up with one really or a good one. So I think that I would ask who's a man <laughs> because I think that would be so who's a good man. Right, a good I man. think it would be so funny if it's like all right. We're breaking down these barriers. We can finally communicate. All right, what do you got for me? Who's a man? They'd be like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. I don't. I didn't know what that meant before. Your dog runs away. Right. It'd be like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> First of all, I've been a girl my entire life, and you keep asking who's a man. But what if what if you asked what if you asked Louis like what's what's your name for me? And he was like, fucky McFucker face. <laughs> be like, no. Fuck. <laughs> Fucky McPick up my shit. <laughs> yeah, what if he only thought of me as like like the dude that picks up his shit and like he walks me like you know Jerry like, Seinfeld has a bit on that. Really? He said if, if people came to Earth, if aliens oh, came yeah. to Earth and they observed humans, they would assume that dogs ran the Earth because right. dogs walk around behind them, wait for them to shit and then pick it up. Exactly. Right. I have another dog theory question. Is that it, it's because it's because Bring of them. a dog's purpose? Oh, um, we should talk about this. <laughs> which now is getting very controversial yes. fucking pc america these <laughs> snowflakes <laughs> yeah, can't this... fucking drown a dog anymore <laughs> we can dogs. we can't thank on god friday thank no god more safe trump spaces for animals <laughs> oh thank god dogs have been getting away with too much shit <laughs> hillary lost my dog's gonna die because you're drowning it Ugh, go to your safe space bitch <laughs> whoa they well, heard you great time <laughs> so um, the whole premise of a dog's purpose, I think, is that like a dog's soul like gets transported into like future generations of dogs. So, what soul do you think your dog is on now? Wait, I don't. That answers that a lot of shit. No, you know what? That explains. So, I personally do not own a dog. My parents, who live nearby, own two dogs. Okay, one of them is just kind of over it. The like other ready one to die. It, just has been okay. since day fucking one. You're just like, you know what? Life ain't for me. Um, the other <laughs> one is the fucking worst. It just wants attention, wants attention. And then when you fucking pet it, it's like, what the fuck are you doing over here, bitch? And so it's, it's like a cat. It, yeah. Oh, it's... Uh, I fucking hate it. I, I do not like one of my parents' dogs. So, like, the, the premise, I think, is that, like... I thought it was when a human dies, it gets transferred into a dog's body or something. I don't think so. I think it's the dog... Which, by the way, this is like we should like write to their marketing department and be like, we have no idea. What you're <laughs> we, fucking, this right. is what we think your movie is well, about. All your movie is about is drowning animals, <laughs> yeah. drowning dogs. Uh, so, this will this won't be even close to the most inaccurate review of a movie. No, we've definitely given. not. So I think it's like like Buddy the dog like dies, and when 
but Buddy's soul like wakes up in a different dog, and it keeps happening until he finally wakes up in a dog that is owned by the same person. So it's Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) basically Pet Cemetery. It's Disney Pet Cemetery. Nice. So like, my not to double down on brag, but my wife and I have discussed this. (laughs) Like at not we have determined that Louis is on his first soul. He's like too sort of like innocent and like skittish and just like naive i i think he's on his first soul okay well my new puppy is gotta be like a real big asshole who's probably on the um, umpteenth soul (laughs) because she does not give a fuck about anything just so i this thing i don't think she's an asshole i could not agree more that she's never given a fuck. Yeah, right. she doesn't give a fuck. She's seen it all before, and right. she's ready to party. She, yeah, right. <laughs> she's ready to get on to that next owner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are not. We are not the final destination. So she is she's ready. Like, she's ready to move on to the next household. Every day you wake up, and she's just jumping all on you with all your energy, and you're like, okay, down summer. She's like, she, motherfucker, you're a means she, to an end. She's like, fucking kill me so I can go to the next house. We've I want to be a poodle. <laughs> Oh, dogs. Can you fucking imagine cat people? I I don't even get it. Yeah. They, I mean, just between allergies and all that shit, a lot of most people, not most people, eh, maybe most people, let's say 70% of people are programmed to not be able to breathe when they're around these (laughs) things. Yet some people are like, you know what? I think it's cool to have one. I'm going to give this one a chance. It sits around my house and it 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 looks at me when I watch TV. If that's not love, here's the thing: like I'm okay with a like a a cat person. If somebody has one cat and it's just like, well, it's there, and they're not like a fucking obsessed with it because nobody, no normal person is obsessed with their cat. There are normal cat people people are obsessed with their cat. That's why they're not normal. They're not normal. Like if somebody has one cat and they're just indifferent about it yeah then fine but people who have like multiple cats and are obsessed with them those are the people that are fucking crazy. so if you're a cat person that doesn't like feed your cat awesome you can be that <laughs> if you're a cat person who buys a cat so it can die simply to perfect. neglect it yes that's that's the kind of cat person do you I think want. the listenership of brunch is more cat or dog dog, dog. gotta dog. be they good yeah they are good we we don't we don't have those bad listeners. Yeah, people have never said I stopped listening to your podcast because you guys are too liberal or no. because you guys do this or you do that. We I don't think we, anybody has ever told us that they stopped right. listening to the what podcast. Right. What we do caters nice. to exactly what these people want and they didn't even fucking know they wanted it <laughs> until we started giving it to them. We're a we're a fucking trailblazing <laughs> podcast. Uh, I had a question that I wanted to ask. Uh, a dog? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's the what's the uh, the most regretful thing that you've ever done out of pure frustration? Like just like in the heat Oof. of the moment, just fucking did something and then immediately was like, "Fuck, I should have done." I that. have one. I know. Did Did you have one? Uh, on my Claude Julian shit, I punched. Uh, I had a little TV in my room when I was a kid. It was a little handheld TV, and I used to watch. I used to watch friends in my room on it, and uh, I was really mad one day, and I just fucking smashed it. And then I couldn't watch friends in my room anymore. I had to go all the way downstairs to watch friends. Mine's pretty similar to that. Like it's a long time ago. I was very young. I had, I think I just gotten grounded or something. Yeah. Uh, and I was in my room and I was steaming mad. And I had uh, like my favorite poster as a kid was uh, a poster of Nomar Garcia Para, and I had it on my wall. Uh, and I 
took like a baseball or like I think it was maybe like a toy car or something, and I just fucking chucked it right oh. at the poster, and it like shattered, and I had to throw out the poster because it got like ruined, and it just I was always like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. I fucking love that poster, <laughs> yeah, and it was it was. I, I it like really hurt me for a long time over a fucking poster, but I was a small kid and I was very mad and and uh, it, it it hurt me deep down. Have you guys ever been enraged? I mean that these are obviously cases of us, but but like yeah. as adults, have you ever like fucking no. punched the door or something? No, I did that once, and then afterwards I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, yeah like I I think that none of us are hotheads, no. which no. is cool. I don't think I know any hotheads. I can't remember the time the last time that I really got like really mad yeah i think that the closest that i come is like when something doesn't save on my computer that i've been working on oh yeah it got like deleted for work or whatever but like nothing that nothing that i've been like trying to fight somebody over yeah i know it's like little micro things now yeah. like the other day there's a lot of small of like, things yeah. that piss me off <laughs> the other day i'm gonna have a stroke but <laughs> do you guys do this with nbc like i keep turning to channel seven even though yes, they yes. the other day i turned it i was yes. just like fuck that's it <laughs> Like, Come just, get like, me. And I was like, oh shit, like, I shouldn't have done um, it. I'll catch myself from time to time driving, and I'll I'll be running late or something, and the second I catch myself vocally saying something about the driver in front of me, immediately I catch myself and I stop. Like, you fucking should have left sooner, DJ. It's not on this... Like, every time I see myself starting to get mad, I it's like in um, in audio production... When if you have like a noise gate or something, when something reaches a certain level, it automatically drops down. Yeah. So when I get when I get pissed off enough, I immediately catch myself it's and then very I just kind of flatten out. That's nice. What's uh, yeah. what's yours? So actually, I have two came to mind. Both were one about posters and baseball and breaking things. Interesting. But one, um, I was like mad at my mom playing catch or something like that, and I, I don't. I might not have been mad at my mom, but I just remember whipping a baseball and breaking her back windshield of her oh, car Jesus. of her minivan and it wow. wasn't like i don't think i was specifically mad at her at aiming but i just remember like you know when you throw and it's out of control like yeah. i was just like oh, yeah. i know this is gonna happen and then the other thing's much lighter but uh when i came back from college i had found out my brother took my room and i got moved into his small room and i took uh <laughs> I had a poster in college of Method Man who was smoking a blunt and giving a finger, and it, but it, the finger, but his middle finger was turning into a blunt as well. So I put that on Perfect. the outside of my room and just like listened to like loud rage against the machine and just made everyone's life a living hell for like a night. It was very like immature. That's that's like that's okay. That's one that was like night. a tantrum. Yeah. Um, we should as we're getting our takes and our thoughts out there uh we'd be remiss if we say if we didn't say that uh, rage against the machine fucking ruled yeah. oh yeah like oh, rage yeah. against the machine was a huge fucking part of my life that was That's my b- favorite band yeah. yeah right but like just so everyone like <laughs> just, they, they don't know we that die. we were uh rage against the machine Guys, i think i think gorilla radio is like one of my favorite songs of all time yeah That's when i song. when i kind of found out about rage against the machine i was it was um just before Battle of Los Angeles came out, and uh, it was before Guerrilla Radio came out as a single. I forget what it was, but the drummer in my middle school band was a big Rage Against the Machine guy, and we were just over his house, and he was playing it. And I was like, because I loved rap, and I loved rock, and it was, so it was just both of them just heightened to the most ulti- uh, like ultimate extreme. 
I have uh, a rage. I have a Rage Against the Machine take real quick. We, they were my favorite band, like in middle school and high school and stuff. You never forgave Timmy C. I, I've never. I've literally never forgiven Rage Against the Machine for breaking up during the entire Bush presidency. And the same with like if they don't like fucking sellouts. Like fuck you guys. <laughs> You're talking all this shit, and then like the second it goes down, you guys are like uh. We're gonna be audio slave now. Like fuck you guys. That's true. That one audio, that first audio like, slave album. They only like, if you really ca- if you really cared that much about like the message that you're sending, like you have a fucking gold mine right exactly. now. Exactly. Right. Uh, and I, it'd be like if Run the Jewels broke up tomorrow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, it's like creative differences. It's yeah. Like, what? Well, fucking suck it up. Yeah. We <laughs> need know. you. Right. Like I needed them. Uh. uh uh, speaking on, are you? Dude. I was gonna say one of the questions that we had is, uh, what band do you know absolutely nothing about? Like a oh. popular band that you know absolutely nothing. So about. So I meant to think on that to prey on it, and I didn't. So while you guys dis- while you guys reveal yours, I'm gonna think of what mine could be. I'm like completely ignorant towards like U2 and Bruce Springsteen. Like, uh, I know like U2's hits, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I don't know like their catalog. I've never been really interested in exploring that. Uh, just because I never really liked the hits. I never went crazy on Pink Floyd. Okay. Like, I know enough of their songs, mm-hmm. but I... Also, I realized today, the 1975, whenever people ask, if do you like the 1975? I say, yeah. And then I realized today, I know two songs by the 1975. I don't... I can't fucking form a, an answer <laughs> on that. I know. <laughs> I, uh... I... Basically, if I don't, you don't hear me talking about a band. There's a good chance that I know they're not in your life. Them, right? yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know anything about so many bands that I can't just pick one. Yeah, um, Jeff was suggesting we should once a week uh, put out a playlist or something on maybe off days of the podcast. That's a good idea. Um, I would. I would not do, here are some songs from today when I'm like, here's the current oh, yeah. Moo song. That would be on there, but I'd also be like, here's Isn't It a Pity by George Harrison, which is my favorite song. That's the thing I got to say. Um, like, I would just be putting old random shit and bad 80s songs on there. Because I think that's, that's still good. For, that's a playlist. You can do whatever the fuck you want with a playlist. Yeah, like accomplish the mood, like whatever mood you want set, like yeah. you can build up to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's man. like this. It's actually like this podcast. Like, we don't have a direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about, it can literally be anything we want. That's the charm of it. Yeah, like this week could be what what are the last songs you'd want to hear you know like what are right. your like you know plane crash songs or whatever if i had to hear Ooh. one last song it actually i think th- maybe it's why it's my favorite song it would be isn't it a pity by george harrison uh he brought up plane crashes kind of wanted to get that out there cool uh <laughs> just to keep the mood keep the mood light uh is there anything that you do uh you used to fly a decent amount for the job yeah uh, I, I know jeff travels a little bit yep uh are you still afraid of flying at all? And are there things that you do just in case, like a plane goes down? Because there's not much you can do when you're up in the air. Um, I think my fly, my plane anxiety, is more my general anxiety than specific. Like you know, like if my anxiety yeah. happens to be spiking when I'm on a plane, I'll be terrified that um, shit's gonna go down. They're gonna hack into the. You, you know me, Molf. I'm. It's the cybersecurity that's gonna fuck us and. <laughs> fucking the guy with the flip phones in charge anyway um they're gonna hack into the plane it's gonna go down something like that but if i'm not having a particularly bad day anxiety wise i'm totally cool and i'm watching crazy stupid love and everything's good yeah i was not super afraid of flying until like i worked in tv news and like every day is like (laughs) yeah it's oppressing for like eight years 
Um, so right I, right now, I'd say like I over text like family like before like taking off, love you, blah blah blah. Um, and then I I'm more okay with flying now. Nothing too crazy, but I definitely over text before we're about I to do take that off. Too. Yeah. I do that too. I also check like my social media just in case like the last tweet that I sent wasn't. I do that as well. I know somebody wrote about that online like a year ago. But last like, tweet can't be a dick tweet. Yeah, no. can't be like can't be like fuck not you. Not like a dick if somebody like, like because because if like somebody hears that you die, they're gonna go to your Twitter and see like did he tweet anything like as a plane was going down or something like that. Right. So they'll go to your Twitter and like I don't want my last tweet to be like a dick joke or something yeah. like that. So. uh that's something I do. I'm still kind of af- afraid of flying mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, uh, mainly because my biggest fear is dying, which is not death. Like I'm like if if I just die in my sleep, whatever. You like, don't want to. I, do, I don't. Death. I don't want to experience dying. Yeah. Yeah. I don't either, to be honest. And being stuck in a fucking falling tube out of the sky seems like a very bad way to go. So that's the only reason I'm afraid, afraid of flying. There's a Radiohead song called Lucky, and it's about mm. um, like surviving a plane crash. But like, are you really lucky because you like went through that right. experience? Yeah. Like, it's pretty fucked up. I actually won't listen to that song like if I'm go like if I'm flying at any time soon. I do that with. Uh, I was on a plane once, and uh, that Alanis Morissette song came on. Yep. Uh, ironic, and I was like, "Nope, nope, Later. nope, nope." I do nope. the same thing because one of the lines of that song is, uh, yeah. "Guy was afraid to fly." Yeah, <clears throat> as the plane crashed down, yep. he said, "Well, isn't this nice?" Um, best Alanis Morissette song on Three Fellows. One, two, three. Head over feet. It is. It oh, is. All, it's well, got a key change in the same time. chorus. Yeah. We, we all said it at the same time. I know, like, we'll do that. I, we'll add that in post. I, yeah. know, I know like three Alanis Morissette songs. I know. Well, you know what the best one is? Head over feet. Yeah. He, should we, do you oh, know that one? Let's do head it again. Over, <laughs> head over feet. Do you, know, do you know which one I'm talking about? Nope. You've already won me over. Oh, yeah. That is a good oh, song. Such yeah, a good right. song. Yeah. All right. I, I did, that's guys, one wait. of the three songs that I know, but I didn't know the name of it. All right. Real quick, guys. What's your favorite Alanis Morissette song? Head one, over feet. Two, three. The yeah, one where she talks feet. about blowing Ryan Reynolds in a movie theater. <laughs> That's uh, what's it called? That's uh, what's the name? I we know how it goes. No one sing it. It's um, you can sing it. Uh, you ought to know. Yes, that's yeah, a good yeah, one too. Yeah. I mean, those three are like fucking great songs. I those think the only Pete three and I know, know the same three <laughs> songs. No, so she has. Well, she has. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, where she went, she went D'Angelo after D'Angelo, I believe. Right? She was standing there. Oh naked. yeah, she was naked. Right? Yeah. 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 Um, so she has, she has ironic. You ought to know. Thank you. You learn. Uh, mm. You learn is a great song. That has an awesome bridge. The I have learned that I know more of more set songs than I thought. You know that part with the hiyas? Yeah. That's sure. <laughs> Do you not know that part? I know the song, but I don't know like the what measure of music you're talking about. I'm t- so after the second chorus, I have service down here. I'm gonna play this fucking. This song. is going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's gonna take. Is, is this how you want to spend your last podcast <laughs> right. on Earth? I'm spending my last podcast on Earth podcasting. So yes, <laughs> um, it's uh, oh, hand in my pocket. I don't even yeah. know that one. Uh, wait, I got uh, we, one hand in yeah. my pocket. Oh, yeah, and the other. I thought that was the same of, song. Right. All of Jagged Little Pill is yeah. So just, I know like uh, all of these songs. Um, I, I guess I underestimated myself. I'm apparently a huge Alanis Morissette <laughs> fan. <laughs> all right, so it's... All right, we're going to get okay. to it. I like this song, yeah. too. You love, you love, you love. 
do it, girl. All right, here it is. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a great part. <laughs> Such a... Anyways, welcome back to Jagged Little Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got a lot of jams. She was right. so... Do you know who her drummer was? Um, Taylor Hawkins. Taylor, yeah. Taylor Hawkins. Yeah. yeah. He's the Did fucking we talked man. about that. We've actually brought that up on this podcast that fa- before. That factoid? Yeah. Uh, when Foo Fighters played at Fenway, they made... They opened up pop, uh, pop-up shops uh, for that tour, oh. and they would custom make t-shirts and they had a red Sox looking foo fighter shirt but f- fortunately it didn't have that lettering it was in script i hate when people make shirts in the red Sox lettering right like dunkin donuts and shit will do that and it's mm. brutal but uh, had one yeah but you could make uh they were making like player t-shirts like that's a cool. taylor hawkins one that's pretty nice. cool. i want to be the douche that was like i have chris shiflet because <laughs> i know everybody in the band <laughs> but I have Tony Canal, not Tony Canal. Uh, fucking uh, uh, oh, the, the guy that was in the jersey, Pat Smear. Pat Smear. I got a Pat. Pat Smear. <laughs> that was yeah. That's that's why I picked it. Cool guy. He's he's so much older than the rest of them. Oh yeah. Like yeah. they're old by now. They're a veteran rock band, but he's like sixty. Yeah, he's got to be. He's an interesting cat. Um, what else did we did we write down? Oh, uh, the top ten movies. We've made references a few times. Pete and I, for as much as we talk about movies and have decided that we are movie we, critics, we were movie <laughs> critics. We've not seen movies. Um, let me see. Uh, I sent you the list of uh, was it AFI's yeah. uh, American Film Institute. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen zero of the top five movies ever. So here's where I get fucked. Uh, I took film classes in college. So ah. we watched them in college. Ah, uh, you but I never, little boy. Never went out of my way to to watch like Citizen Kane. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, seen Casablanca. Those are one and two. Haven't seen either. Uh, and then from there, Godfather. No, I haven't seen The Godfather. Gone with the I wind. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't seen Lawrence of Arabia. Nope. I have oh. seen Wizard of Oz. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen The Graduate. Ooh, Ooh that's, that's one you should one. get to. I haven't. You'll seen You'll finally that one. understand DJ's gif that he posts all the time. Yeah, that's right. Oh wait, which one? The uh, one with get a on room the bus or McKenzie? Being like, no, at the end, the very end, the last scene of the graduate. Oh yeah, when right. On the bus. Yeah, um, plastics. Yeah, that's a great movie. It's uh, a really good movie. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen On the Waterfront. Um, I've seen pieces of Schindler's List. I don't think that I've seen the whole thing. Have uh, you seen Schindler's List? No. Yes. Have you made out during Schindler's List? You were making out. I <laughs> probably. I was probably making out while somebody in the world was watching Schindler's List. So yes, <laughs> technically, yes. Not to brag. Uh, singing in the rain, or singing in the rain. Sorry, Ooh. it's a it's a slang thing. Yeah, it's, That's it's it's Urban for cool, Dictionary it's for the cool kids. I haven't seen it, um, but I have seen. Uh, number eleven, which is "It's a Wonderful Life." Yeah, that's a fine movie. It's okay. It's not that good. What about putting it number eleven? Is a the whole like bold we have to take. watch this every Christmas? Right. I wouldn't. We this isn't going to be a surprise take when every when anyone says, "Oh, you, you have, have to, to do, do this, this," I'm not going to. Fucking no, I do fucking it. don't. <laughs> not going to do it. <laughs> what about uh, like IMDb's top list? Because theirs is like fan rated. Oh, really? So yeah. you know what's probably number one? It's probably like number one, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Number two, <laughs> Sing Street. Well, I've I, seen both of those. I I, I do want to say like I feel like The Dark Knight is like up there, but it's a little bit more like less like stodgy like i feel like seeing like lawrence of arabia sounds like a fucking chore like i saw a lot of those films in college too right it's i like i understand they get ranked that high because like of the things that they did for film right not because they were fucking amazing movies right um it's 
the internet's so negative that I think the these the IMDb lists and Rotten Tomatoes, okay, when the, they decide they like something, they're so fucking happy about it because they're experiencing uh, positivity for the first time. Yep. So that's why when people see Sing Street and they like it, it's not like, wow, that got 90%. It gets fucking like 98%. Yeah. Um, the Godfather is number one on IMDb, so we haven't nope. seen that. Number two is the Shawshank Redemption, which yeah, have seen, seen it, heard have of seen it. it a million times. Yes. I I'm fine with that listing right there. Yep. Uh, Schindler's List is three on IMDb. Raging Bull is four. I haven't nope. seen I've that. Never seen Raging Bull. That's the uh, that's Pacino, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, De Niro. De Niro. I De Niro. So I said yes, and then yep. I was like, I think it's De Niro. I, I yeah, really hope that nobody corrected it so people uh, would get pissed. De Niro, uh, Casablanca, uh, Citizen Kane, 6, Gone with the Wind, 7, Wizard of Oz, 8, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is 9, uh, and Lawrence of Arabia is 10. So I don't hmm. know if that's the list that's, I don't know if that's like the user-rated list. Yeah, I don't but know. that's like the exact same list as the other one, except, Plus Shawshank. except Shawshank and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, Jeff, you've definitely seen A Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. Do, oh, yeah. do I want to do that? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But I've seen the see opening it. scene. Showed it in one of my college classes, and yeah. it was very fucked up. It, it was a rape scene. I'm give me the like of an entire family. Yeah. What's that? Oh, really? Like it Is starts. It give me the willies. No, no it okay. starts off with a rape scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, not so. not. Not where you want to start. You should see. It's, well, it's so it's interesting. Really you, you can't really go down from there. That's true. You got to set, <laughs> set the bar. The bar low. Set the bar. Um, it's so interesting. You should see it. Uh, have you? You've probably also seen. Oh no, you. Um, you're not a huge Pixies guy, I, which like, is a I, massive. Like, surprise. I know. It's like that, so. That would be like they, a yeah, band they, that like I just you know I haven't had time to celebrate their catalog, but I know a few of their songs and they're awesome. Like one Valoria of my, is amazing. Yeah, one of my more. Uh, one of my favorite recent concert experiences was watching the Pixies with you at Boston Calling because uh, I, the Pixies are probably one of my top five bands ever, mm-hmm. but I had no interest in seeing them because Kim Deal wasn't there and I'd intentionally avoid them because I was like, they're fat and they're just old and it's not going to be... like If, if I want to see the Pixies, I'm going to need to find a way to travel back in time and see them in right. like 1988 where it's just fucking wild. Um so I wasn't super interested in seeing them. You um, just never got huge into them. But yep. we were like, you know what? We'll hang out in the back and we'll watch them. And we just stood in the back and we listened to them play this great music. And we were like, yeah, this it was is great. a great time. Yeah, it was so, great. I think I was pretty stoned too. So it was wonderful. If memory serves, uh, you may have uh, been suffering from the stones. Um I'm, yeah, I'm looking I, at this fucking list, and I'm just like, no. I just made the mistake of checking Twitter, and somebody tweeted at the both of us uh, in reply to your tweet that Fluto was right about Claude Julian said, "Yeah, because a bunch of few, yeah, because a few nerd journalists that write stories about things that they can't do is going to influence what I think." So, I like this person, uh, this uh, this person responded uh, very similar. Take your fancy stats and your math, and and it's a gif of go back to your home on Whore Island. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy, uh, so this guy t- tweeted like two tweets ago. Uh, Scott Zolak tweeted, "Nice year, hashtag Cowboys." Great tweet, Scott. Uh, this dude, he <laughs> loves doing that. Yeah. He's a huge. So I'm, I'm a fan of Scott Zolak because he always does the, um, uh, like how the teams the AFC do. Dolphins lost, Patriots won. That's why they're the Dolphins. That's why you're the Patriots. Yeah, like, and it's like, he, that doesn't really say anything, but he just believes in it so fucking much. Uh, so this dude replied, ha, suck it. Not really, though. I have a girlfriend. 
Did Zolak retweet that? No. He's a bozo. So. My my description of him is he's the person that thinks the Baba O'Reilly is called Teenage Wasteland. That's how <laughs> yes, like I we, would describe act, him. So uh, I got in a Twitter spat with him a couple years ago, and I think you texted me that. That is it. just like how I would describe him. Yeah. He's, I've I've never met him before, but I'd I, love to meet him. But he seems like a like a jock bozo. But I think he's the guy in your group of friends that you're like. Oh yeah, he is what he is, and we love having exactly. him around. Exactly, like you always want a Zolak in your group. Right. I. Uh, uh, it's hard to explain, but I like Scott Zolak. Uh, three doors down, put a Smash Mouth cover. <laughs> no <laughs> way. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. The inauguration. They're like might as fucking well. <laughs> that is tremendous. Smash Mouth uh, replied to one of my friend's tweets yesterday, and it was like the best thing that has ever happened we, to his life. I love have that we, Smash we, Mouth's full-time job now is, is tweeting. Yeah. Have we decided whether or not they're self-aware? Because I said no initially, but I think that they might be. I think, I think yeah, that it's I a joke. Yeah, it's definitely a joke. Um, it's hilarious. It's so good. We asked them to come on. It's, I would love to have them on. We said you. It seems like you guys know. You guys sound that, like you know how to party. I love that we say like them. Like it's like the entire band yeah, right. together. Like let's do this. Tweet. It's, it's probably just like jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is what is the bassist from Smash Mouth even look like? I don't even know the main dude's name. Steve, and I feel, right? Steve. I feel Smash, like I, would I don't normally know. I feel like no. It's the. Is that the dude? Uh, Steve P. Derson. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I've never heard that name. Are the before. dude is the dude from Smash Mouth? Oh wait, and no. Uncle Cracker different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uncle Cracker was Kid Rock's DJ. Yes. And really? I'm very yeah. sad that I know that. But I, yeah. grew, I I went to high school in the late '90s. It's not my fault. But has yeah. anybody seen the lead guy from Smash Mouth and Uncle Cracker in the same room? I don't know. He look he looks more. He's more of like a Guy Fieri to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jeff, you wanted to have us say. Blue, I sorry, I knocked over a bottle of water. I'm doing one of the cool flipping tricks. Um, Pinkerton or the Blue oh, Album? Yeah. And I had an intense debate with myself. So did I today. Here. Here's my final, uh, definitively, <laughs> Blue Album over Pinkerton with the caveat of Pinkerton B-Sides over Blue Album B-Sides. Uh, I'm going to say Blue Album over Pinkerton with the caveat that Pinkerton is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like in two years, it reminds me of uh, so Panic the Disco came out with the album that had the uh, John and the Heaven yeah. people, whatever the fuck that is. Well, I write sins, not tragedies. Um, yeah, their next album, I think it was like a couple years later. It's called Pretty Odd, and it's this unbelievable album that if you said it was by any other band and that it came out in the late '60s, early '70s, you'd say, "All right, yeah, this is one of the best albums of all time." It's so fucking good. It's called Pretty Odd. One of the best Panic albums. Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco's album, pretty odd. If this, you said if, Panic at the Disco is one of the best albums yes, of all time. Seriously, if this is one of my parting gifts to you guys, <laughs> Jesus yeah, this is. So I was trying to think of takes I've never really dropped. This <laughs> this is a good one. Yeah. And now I'm like sort of hoping that we all die because like yeah. one of the last things out of your mouth would be the Panic at the you Disco. Yeah, yeah, I've the spent one. all these years trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about with music, and then I'm like, by the way, listen Panic. to Panic at the Disco. <laughs> then we die. Uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, People who open. are there, there. I promise there will be people who are listening to this saying, "Fuck yeah, I know what you're talking no. about." It's like a, it's one of those best kept secret I, things. I, I've heard I, that happens to bands. Like I like when that happens to bands. Like apparently, like I stopped listening to Silverchair after like Frog Stomp, but like <laughs> all their music's are the, apparently the albums that came after are like truly incredible. And I've just like never given them a chance because yeah. yeah. So um, what was I going to say relating to? Oh, so it's similar to that where um, Blue Album is. 
just a bunch of poppy shit, right? Mm-hmm. And they doesn't they don't sound like they can really play particularly well. And Pinkerton, they're just like shredding, know, and it's awesome. well crafted songs. Yeah. And but they don't have the they don't have the it's not as iconic, but yeah. it's probably better. So no, that's where I weigh in on that. Um, I think that my Panic the Disco take was the first time one of us have actually dropped a take. And, and the, the reaction has been like, been like what no, fuck? <laughs> but but I, I don't think exactly the same way. I'm going to listen to Pretty Odd tomorrow. It, yes. If, knock on wood, man. <laughs> if there is a tomorrow. <laughs> Should we get there? Listen to Pretty Odd. It is a, it's so weird though. But like with, uh, with Weezer, you're like, how did they suddenly go from doing this to making really actual good stuff? Yeah. Um, we're seeing, uh, you know, you aren't going to Boston Calling, huh? I, I might. Oh, okay. I might do like a day pass. Or something. Are you excited for Tool? No, I'm not. I, I will. I'll get there. But I'm. I'm most excited for Wolf Parade, which is one of my top three favorite bands of all time, mm. and a bunch of uh, Boston Calling's tremendous. But yeah. that's the one that I'm like super excited. For. Speaking of Wolf bands, Wolf Pack, Wolf Pack guys, you gotta check them out. Get in on it. We're like seven years late to it, but they are fucking good. They got that Wolf one's. Mother. Wolf Mother, <laughs> dude, I saw them at the Paradise once. We were just next to these two fucking dudes from Worcester, and they were just the whole night going, "Play Joker and the Thief." <laughs> it was incredible. Here's a question: uh, I was playing trivia on Wednesday in Alston, Massachusetts. Not to brag, we won. And as I was walking back to my car, I saw that at Brighton Music Hall there um, on Friday, the lead singer of Keen is playing. Really? And I ask. Quite often, what the fuck happened to Keen? They were so out. good for a second, yeah. and then they just went away. I I don't think it's on Google or I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's on the web. What I don't think anybody knows? Yeah, I don't think anybody knows what happened to Keen. But you could find out if you go to this show. Uh, is that a show worth going to? Yeah, because Colin Malloy has done. When I lived in Somerville, Colin Malloy probably played in Somerville a hundred times, and I never went once. Because I was like, ah, Colin Malloy is always in Somerville. Right, music hall is great. Brain Music Hall is great. It's better than Great Scott. Yeah. Because a bit more room. Yeah. And Great Scott. Yeah, great, sh- great Scott's just a shit show. Also, Drum is playing on Sunday night, and so are the Patriots. And I'm either going to be working or watching the Patriots, and it's the worst thing that's happened that to me. Is, uh, I'm so, so looking forward to that show. And now, as uh, long as nothing gets in the way around the jewels. I, uh, such as our deaths. Ha- <laughs> right. Uh, do we have any further takes or questions for the end of the world? No. How should we um, should we play out our last episode? You want to play? Should we play like the national anthem? Like <laughs> it's the end of like that's controversial. That's true. Um, I meant the Russian national anthem. <laughs> oh. <laughs>